Top Shelf Fantasy. Someone we was back. Definitely early on that one. There was a couple people had started the crack. It wasn't a full crack. It was like half. Mine crack. was very light. It was one like you cracked, it, but it like slipped and. Okay. Yeah. We had an injury this week. Premature <laughs> ejaculation is plaguing the top shelf boys recently. Someone's so, someone has mallet finger, and that's why they couldn't get a crack right. I'm a Russ owner. Russell Wilson, thanks for joining the podcast today, brother. <laughs> Mister Unlimited. So how'd the surgery go? <laughs> Plenty of complications. Oh my god, he's gonna be—he's gonna lose his hand. Probably not. <laughs> oh, we gotta amputate uh, uh, your hand, hand Russ. So that's it. We'll give it to Tom last because he's got a good beer. But um, whoa, there- Scott, these aren't good beers, man. I spent like five seconds picking them up for you. Well, thank you very much, Daz. I, I I do appreciate that. He he got me imaginary cartwheels. This is one that Craig had. I think yeah, well, I last did. week yeah. it looks like yeah. Jason Moore at a rave. Yeah, a little Chumbawamba <laughs> concert. So I got, uh, I got have a good beer. Just oh yeah, sure. happens not to be the right temperature. Juice Project, it's mosaic and mosaic. It's a good beer. This is what it is. Fantastic. It's, yeah, it's called it. by Treehouse. Is that new or is this one of those like? I think the, this is definitely new. I think they yeah. just like changed around the hops, and oh. because they had one that was also with Citra and Galaxy hops. Fascinating. Who wants to go next? The only person with you don't want to tell us what uh, what kind of coffee you have. It's a Locomoca, uh, Java Monster coffee and energy beverage. Halfway gone. It's uh, 220 calories, uh, 35 grams of sugar. <laughs> I got a uh, I got a jammy from uh, Treehouse. What's that? Uh, it is so they say it's a rendition of Julius, and the way they describe it is jammy is a rendition of Julius featuring water. And then it goes on. It says malt, hops, yeast, and dried apricot. But I'm like, I don't, I don't know that Treehouse should be advertising. It's made up of water. Like it's just watered down, Julius. Is it, I mean, is it, that it looks very not watered down at all. It looks very oh, creamy. Oh, it's yeah. oh, it's it's fantastic. It's six six point eight percent. So it's not like it's, that's odd. Like uh, to say water, hops, and barley because that's just beer. Like as far as right. I'm concerned, that's mm-hmm. beer description. And then apricot. So, so it's that, beer and apricot. So that's all it takes. <laughs> I, I mean, blood, sweat, and tears is in the ingredients. And the yeast. Oh, that that is fantastic. Blood, sweat, and tears, and that's yeast. A, Just that's like a having sex, everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gross when you put it that blood, way. Blood, sweat, and yeast. <laughs> <clears throat> Top Shell Fantasy, topshellfantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. Today, oh, I just spit on the microphone. Today Stop. is October 12th, 2021. Is it? Yeah. Uh, podcast 165. We got Scotty back on the podcast, so as always. Oh well, I was here last Thursday, but I didn't watch Survivor. That yeah, so you were like absent. I was pretty much yeah. Listen, when you're a week when you're a week behind, your mute your your mic will be muted. Yes, that is fine. Um, I'm all caught up now. Uh, Brad went home last week. Oh damn it, Brad! Um, I was pretty bummed. He went out with two... He he went out with two... So, of course, an, another confusing thing. He had an immunity, but one person on on every tribe, there's three tribes, <laughs> good has, it. has to find it. And when they do, they have to say a certain phrase at the challenge. And then if someone else says it, and the third person says it, they all get an idol. 
So Brad had one. He had his weird saying, and then another kid had. Do you remember what the, what the saying was though? Was he the butterfly one, or is that? Oh so, no! So broccoli, Bra- right? Brad's was broccoli. He's like, uh, which was you know sometimes I just feel like broccoli, which are really just little shrivelly trees. So he had to say this in front of everybody else, and everyone's like, "What the what fuck?" The hell and then the that? other kid had to be like, "Yeah, like butterflies or something," and everyone's like. Butterflies These, are dead relatives saying yeah. hi. So they like literally chirped each other back and forth. So he says this thing about broccoli and the other guy's like, oh, yeah, you know, Jeff, I was delirious thinking butterflies are relatives saying hi, dead relatives saying hi. And I'm like, everybody's going to think they're fucking yeah. out of their mind. But then the third tribe, no one found it. So they didn't say they're oh, saying they so it. they don't get it. And they lose they lose their vote. Oh, damn. So he didn't have a vote. And then yet he, he had like an extra vote to her. He had uh, like oh, a steal a vote. Which I he, thought which the he lose, couldn't use. lose the vote thing was the dice thing. You're telling me you can also lose a vote by just saying a saying that no. some other tribe... Yeah, broccoli Rob was Broccoli did. Rob. Right. right. Andy right. Bernard is a boner chan. Right. Little Dicky. <laughs> right. Well, Little Dicky likes to like... Well, the thing ass. is, everything you get now, it, it's a bold move. It's like you can either accept this or not. If you do, you can get this. If it doesn't work out, you're going to lose your vote. So, um, yeah, it's so, a beware, so after beware, after uh, they advantage. said their weird ass thing, did did Jeff at least come out and be like, "Hey guys, this is why they sound no, like idiots." Nope. And no. he and he why won't do he, it. Yeah. Why he, would he? He won't do it until <laughs> the like, third person says the third it. I mean, drive, he, they're like, "Yeah, no, we just gave them peyote like over at their camp." Yeah, like, I was a welcome to Survivor opioid <laughs> edition. Yeah, but you hate to see someone go out like that. Um, I like Brad. I thought it was pretty cool, but. I like Brad. I think that I think the advantage that they have is fantastic because it's it always makes they had to think of a way to bring this up in regular conversation without it just being like caca caca. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think and, either way works and it's hilarious. Oh yeah, it, like when they said, "I'm like, oh, these guys sound so fucking stupid." <laughs> and they uh, they had a challenge where they you know lined up on a dock, they had to dive into the water and then go across an obstacle and. The kids, Xander and Brad, who are the two who had the advantage of the last two on docks next to each other. And he's like, I like what you said about broccolis. <laughs> I like what you said about butterflies. <laughs> like, hint, hint, wink, wink. Like, if you didn't get it already. But I don't know. Yeah, he ended up going home, which sucked. Yeah, that's too bad. But, I mean, there's always next week. You two should start gone. watching uh, more Survivor. I already got it. it sounds like I need to, like, be on something to watch Survivor. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. <laughs> <laughs> you can be on whatever you want. Just watch it. It's fun. It's, right. it's good stuff. Uh, all right. Should I, I guess we can. I, I guess we can. I guess we can. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I guess football? we can get into uh, talk about football. Uh, lots of injuries this week. Uh, I, I'm in. A, I'm in a pretty shitty mood uh, because of all of them. Uh, Juju's out for the season. Juju sucked. Didn't really do anything. Uh, like I said, I think this is a good thing for my dynasty team because now I'm not going to be putting him in my starting lineup. Uh, it sucks for Juju, but at least I, I don't know. There, there's no bright side really, I guess, for Juju because he's no, on a I one-year mean, deal and he doesn't get to play it. Like dynasty, especially if there's upside for you. I mean, you still hold him in dynasty, yada, yada, yada. The future is still bright. Redraft, it sucks. You drafted him to be... A wide receiver two, three-ish. Yep. And he will not produce that now. Drop him. He hasn't produced that all season. Again, drop I him. I cannot remember what his ADP was, but Juju finished seventh his seventh round. Juju finished his season as wide receiver 71. Woof. Not, yeah, that's not it. I mean, much that's... to go off of and be like, yeah, there's a future here. 
Yeah, he, I mean, he's still 25. Well, he's yeah, he's going to be off the off pitch. One season. I mean, future. Talk one season. Look back at last year. He also sucked. No, he actually wasn't bad, as bad as you think. Sorry, he was. Two years he was ago. the, he was the highest two, scoring I'm, Pittsburgh wide receiver last year. I'm so thinking two years if he ago. sucked two years ago. I'm thinking. Sorry. Oh, when they had they, the backup quarterback, they were all that's like right. and when he was your bounce 20s. back, and you were like, "Oh, just ignore that entire season." That's right. Okay. Oh, you are offended and defensive. That is okay with me. I'll go offensive. Tom is in a, a rough <laughs> mood after Juju went down. Tom I mean, knows I'm, does, just, I'm just saying. Does, Tom in, knows in the strength of this injury. In trade well, talks or in viewpoint of what this guy is, it is a hard thing to sell me. Juju's 25 years old. He's still one of the better. I'm not talking about Dynasty. Movies. I'm talking about what happens. Oh, okay. Well, you said the future's not bright, so I thought that's where you were going. I'm talking about in, the, future in the future in redraft right. is gone in redraft. out for the season. What I am interested with for Juju next is where what team needs a wide receiver, and I'm sure we'll end up talking about that at yeah. some point. It's going to be a big discussion topic. Oh, yeah. Personally. I mean, Clearly between Craig and I. There are a ton of teams. Very, like, very the, the, the fun thing is, on Juju. The fun thing is is that I like Juju. I just, you just got so defensive. I, I had to now take a I, counter stance to it the because other, you're just so mad about the it. The other problem is I'm that not, had, I'm not mad about it. Uh, sorry. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm saying is that I think a lot of people take the same thing away from Juju. He sucked. He's, there's no future. He's on, on a one-year deal with Pittsburgh. He's going to get a deal somewhere else. Whether that deal's in Detroit, God help us well, all. And that's what I was going to say. He, he, he was signing better to last He was looking for a contract this past season, and he ended up back in Pittsburgh. I mean, he had the alleged offers from the Ravens and the Chiefs and the Raiders, and he still ended up back in Pittsburgh. So it's like, where does he go? What does he go for? What's his market? Who wants him? It's a shoulder injury. It's not the end of it. This is not an ACL. This is this is nothing. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this is nothing. You right. can recover this and play the wire season. It's fine. Right. But where? <laughs> Where and with he, who? He should And in be, what system? And with which coach? And who's going to use him? If he ends up in, in Baltimore, do I want him? If he ends up in... I mean, after last night, yes, of course. But if he ends up, like you said, Detroit, tied to Jared Goff. If he was in Baltimore with you like know, the Bateman, that Brown, and he was just looking, run heavy back with Dobbins and Edwards. Like, yeah. The people he was looking at... I mean, one of the teams last year was the Vegas Raiders. And, you know, there's another you know spot that he could go to that would probably end up not doing so well because they're going to have a new head coach. Yep, new head I, coach. I still think, have a running I back. think Juju would be fantastic in the Raiders because at least Derek it Carr de- is competent. I depends. actually think he'd be good in I wouldn't be surprised Detroit. if they, they get rid of Carr after this because I know Gruden really, really liked Carr. Who, who's to say that the rest of the organization did? Right. He so, was yeah, the one that, that kept him along. And Carr, I mean, fantasy-wise, has been pretty solid the last couple of years. Right. Um and for John and the Raiders, Raiders were he had the benefit well. of being white, apparently. Uh, yeah, and we'll get to that. <laughs> we, there's, you know what? Yeah, I wrote let's go through careful. injuries first. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll uh, yeah, we can we can go through some more of these. So Russell Wilson's finger uh, out four to six weeks. We kind of already alluded to this. He had the surgery on it, but there was many complications. They put three pins in his finger. Like, at what point are you just replacing the whole finger? Mallet. I would Mallet say finger. once you get over two pins, you should be looking at getting a What's like, the over under on so <laughs> the over under on amount of pins yeah, in a two, finger two until five. it's a new one? I don't know where this four to six weeks is coming from. The guy's out six weeks. There was there was multiple different things I looked at. And of course David Chow with the you know, one of the fantasy doctors on Twitter came out and said with mallet finger, the tendon and the bone actually break, not just one or the other. He has to have his finger in a straight splint for six weeks minimum. There's no there's no change in in the in the time frame so don't know where four weeks is coming from this guy's out for a while yeah i don't know but either way he's out he i mean 
eight weeks. We're already in week five. That's week thirteen. This is your the regular season for fantasy. And they're, if you have well, him, they, they're two and four. They oh, have a, no, oh, yeah. no, they're okay. think. Wait, do they? Two and three. Is yeah. that two and sense? three. Yeah. So oh, I mean, I'm sure the I'm Seahawks sure. season is is far from. I mean, well, well see, like if they don't have six wins by the time he comes back, he, are you going to bring him back? I I would not. No, I would Pete not. Carroll, I wouldn't even is, bother. As much as I'm not a fan of Carroll, he's smart enough to know that you know he's. I don't know. He, I don't know because because of the contract issue too. Like but, I think they bring him back regardless because. But why bother if you are if you are not able to win the game or, or win the division because he's still going to be behind the Rams likely and the uh, and the Cardinals. I mean, possibly even the Niners, depending on what happens. It's a very good back. division. And if you can't make playoffs, even with a contract situation, Russell being kind of on the fence, why do you rush him back? It depends on what, if he wants to play. Yeah, sure. Let him suit up. But like protect the dude. Say, hey, Gino's going to play. Okay. We, don't, we can't win. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I'm. it's not a contract. It's a trade thing. Russell Wilson still said that he wanted out again. So there's yeah. there's a good shot well, that, good luck with that now. they try and either. I don't I don't know hey. exactly what, what they do. And can hey, you, you, can, he, you can't trade a guy on IR, right? Is that how that works? Uh, I think you can. I think Josh Gordon so, got traded off the Patriots IR squad a couple of years ago. Josh Gordon is an interesting situation <laughs> yeah, for it, many, it, many reasons. It, no matter what his contract and stuff has been in the past, it doesn't make sense. In That's, Madden, you can't trade a guy in IR. Yeah. Well, the I so we were talking. I forget what we were talking about. Uh, Houston Texans actually petitioned this two years ago that you should be able to trade a guy off IR. I didn't find out what the results were. Okay, uh, Bill. Hey, so Washington though needs like a a, a good quarterback, right? And Fitzpatrick might be coming back soon. Maybe a little Russell Wilson for Fitz trade. Straight up, no picks involved. <laughs> no, be like eight first. Imagine uh, Wilson Fitz is thirty two though. DK Metcalf and it, Tyler Lockett. It's fun. like McLaurin and Samuel on steroids. Oh, it would be fantastic. <laughs> but in better news, Blake Bortles is working out for Seattle. Oh, Boo. better better news. I think it's just it's just a, uh, <laughs> backup role for for uh, Gino. Two years ago. Thanks to a rule proposal from the Denver Broncos, it says NFL teams no. will be allowed to trade players on IR beginning in 2018. Maybe it was the Broncos. Yeah, Houston, Houston's not smart enough to ask something. Bill O'Brien like was like, how can I trade DeAndre Hopkins no matter what? <laughs> I want to put him healthy on IR so I can trade him. <laughs> I want the injury-prone David Johnson, though. Big yeah. contract. We also made it Bill O'Brien Southern, which is awesome. Uh, Max Williams, out for the season. Knee injury. Do we talk about that? Well, yeah, cool. I was gonna, I was gonna go in order of significance, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Max Williams over the season. Yeah, same. I was doing the same thing. Yeah. Uh, well, this guy's not that good, right? George Kittle's on the IR. That's true. Uh, that happened. And we were talking about this earlier. He got put on the IR before their bye week, so the bye week will not count. So he'll basically get four weeks of rest of no practice, which kind of makes no sense. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so same, he's out same for last year. at least four weeks. My guess is that he only takes four weeks. My hope is that he only takes four weeks. Um, let's see. I'm scanning up and down here. Uh, Saquon. Yeah. Saquon yeah. probably this is probably the biggest two, one of the week. So two to two to four weeks on at what they're calling a low ankle sprain. You sent a picture of it. Uh, it does. It looks like he broke. It, it. looks like the entire calf sprain. So. <laughs> Again, was that what we were talking about the swelling? Yes. Yeah. So again, we had uh, David Chow put out something about that uh, trusted source. Like this guy, you know, we've all listened to him for like five years. He said that his ankle has, and Tom, you can attest to this, his ankle has turned so many times now in his career oh, yeah. that it swells up more the more you turn it. Tap ass. So, <laughs> so it just gets bigger and bigger each time it happens. So while it looks awful, it very well might not be as bad as it looks. 
because there's just so much inflammation going through that and so much blood and everything going through that. Yeah, almost like it looks worse and then you'll heal quicker than the average guy and mm-hmm. you'll have no swelling by three days later. Yeah, Maybe. me and Saquon Barkley, uh, we have ankles like One of the many similarities between you two. You know what me and Tom did in high school? We were on different tap teams. We we, we shared shoes. So he'd play then, <laughs> and we'd roll our ankle. It, it, it was a Starburst for Bergen Dave Buster. Because yeah. Tom never played basketball before. I'm I like, didn't have shoes. He's like, I don't have shoes. I'm like, I'm like, I'm the same size, and we'd share shoes. This, the the flat like, foot oh, Starburst. Hey, hey Scotty, uh, yeah. sub out. I can't. Tom has my shoes. Different teams. So you couldn't play. Different oh, different teams. teams. Did you play at different so times? What did you play each is, other? I was so what you're saying is after. Oh, then yeah, you were, on, you were on my team. I don't remember you sharing well, yeah, shoes we, with somebody. Yeah. We never did it when we, when we played together. No, Tom Remember when there was like two games going in the Squanica gym at the same time? Just throw it. Hey, you're in. <laughs> Coach, I got to sub out. Tom has my shoes. <laughs> it's two seconds uh, left. Yeah, you're yeah. Taking, so, t- Scott, you're taking the jump ball. <laughs> so, listen, takeaway, t- uh, me and Saquon Barkley have the same ankles, and Scott and I shared uh, shoes once. Makes sense. So, so we're, we're pretty much Saquon Barkley. Yeah. We're, 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 if, you we're round up, if you round up. Yeah. Inside source, it's very concerning if Saquon has the same ankles as Tom. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Galladay. Uh, same team. Okay. We, we can go to Kenny. Uh, Kenny Galladay uh, had a knee injury. He left the game. Uh, it sounds like he's probably going to miss some time. Um, and uh, Kadarius Tony has looked fantastic. So no reason on a hyperextended knee to push the $35 million man, right. $50 million man. And with Shepard and Slayton likely back this week, Trending, if not right, both, yeah. probably get one back. But. And At Tony, that point, John Ross is back too. Like it's, John Ross has been sneaky, like contributing touchdown back to back weeks. And nice looking and, catches too. And he missed him on a deep ball last week too. Um. Also, yeah, Kadarius Tony is dinged up, but he think he had an MRI or an X ray, and he's fine. So yeah, he, he also, back he also had a hyperextended knee. I thought. Yeah, I don't. Sense. I don't know. I'm not I mean, sure. I, 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 I was all, oh no! I'm I sorry. It was, it was Justin Fields. Fields. It was Justin Fields. Excuse me. Excuse me. Who's missing them week. up? So yeah. many injuries this week, guys. There was there it's was quite a bit. Well, there's there's a lot of knees. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to keep it on <laughs> on the shorter knees. side, not to go over everything. Um, Ceh left with a knee injury. Knees. Um, so sprained MCL. Uh, he's going to the IR. So, uh, uh, so that's an automatic three weeks. The, a sprained MCL. I don't think. I think this is really more or less precautionary. This is like, you know, we talk about it like, hey, just shut the guy down so he doesn't re-injure it. That's what they're doing. Uh, I mean, smart, I think he can, right? he can play on it. I mean, it's the same with CMC, too. Like, no point to bring him back that fast. Yeah. CEH looked like, <coughs> on, on the ground, when he was pounding the ground, it looked like he was like, my season's over. My life yeah. is over. He felt like we were looking at him like... I, I thought it was a torn hamstring or something torn. He was looked like, looked in pain, got carried off the field by two teammates, didn't get carded, which I thought was weird, and then walked all the way down the tunnel. But very slow, very gingerly, very, very limpy. Spring MCL, like you said, it's good news as far as all of that oh, goes. Oh, it could have been You're a lot freaking worse. But as a CH owner, <laughs> right. in a lot of leagues. I mean, you get you. You're gonna have to be prepared CEH. now <laughs> to go out and get yourself Damian Williams. Uh, I do think Jared Darryl McKinnon Darryl. is uh, Darryl, Darryl Williams. Excuse me. I do think that Jared McKinnon is going to be in play, and they also. The Chiefs have reportedly been interested in Marlon Mack, who the Colts were, you know, trying to shop a couple weeks ago. And they showed him off last night too for a bit. If yeah, they if they bring in 
another running back, this is a fucking problem for CEH oh, because opportunity CEH. is everything. And if Marlon Mack comes out and kills it, CEH is like done. It'll like this like, is his career. It'll be like the same thing as last year when you know Lev Bell was in for the first three or four weeks that he was in Kansas City. It took away from CEH drastically, and then, and then there CEH was, got hurt and missed CEH three got weeks. Hurt. Um, yeah, there was just no consistency. I was just going to say, if Marlon Mack is the guy and he does go to Kansas City, who would you rather have for the next three weeks, Marlon Mack or Daryl Williams? I think Neither. for the next three weeks, I'm going to go with Daryl Williams just because he's been in the system. He knows that you know he has that third down work. He's a great pass pro guy. Marlon Mack, at a minimum, is going to take a week to learn the system, and that doesn't, that doesn't include any sitting out time to like actually ramp up. I doubt he comes in week one understands a complicated well, yeah, lot sure, of sure. movement shifty Chiefs yeah. offense. And, so and he's not just, a good pass back. Uh, right. Pass catching back either. So it's like and that's huge for the Chiefs. That being said, if you're asking me purely on talent, Marlon Mack is a better running back than Terrell Williams oh, by pure, a leaps and bounds. Yeah. I agree. But say for instance this trade happened today, I wouldn't be surprised Marlon Mack gets the higher fab bid than Daryl Williams did and we're saying to go with Daryl oh, Williams. Yeah, if the trade happened today, I would probably I think people would lean Mack, but I don't think anybody's picking up Mack with him still tied to the Colts. Right. And also, they signed Elijah McGuire to, to the squad. Yeah, to the squad. So that happened after the Marlon Mack news, which makes me kind of think, like, was that kind of whispers that anything? Because they brought in McGuire, who was on the practice squad all summer. Yeah. Or on the team all, if all they, summer. And if they're bringing guys in, this means that they're, they don't feel 100% with Daryl Williams and Jarek McKinnon. Maybe there is more to CEH's MCL than, than we think. Um, I just, I, I, this is, this is, you, you should be, if you're a CEH owner, you should be following every move that the Chiefs do very, very closely. I also want to throw this out there that there's been rumors that people are calling the Ravens on some of their running backs. I don't know if the Chiefs are in on that, but. Oh, shit. Devontae Freeman, Tyson Williams. <laughs> Why the hell would you want those? Guys? I mean, Tyson will take them, but I mean, maybe <laughs> Devontae maybe Lat. Lat. You, you well, know. I mean, Lat. You would think yeah. that the Ravens end up keeping Lat, but you look at a uh, Freeman or um, a Tyson Williams. I, I don't would, think. I don't think there's a shot in hell if Hell's going well, back to I would Kansas say City that they should yeah, bring no. him back because he already knows the system. He's a guy yeah, that but, plugs in week yeah, one. But, he already yeah, pissed uh, off Andy Reid. Yeah, Rito. yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're not really friendly. He's also on the practice squad for a reason. So I mean, there there is that. But, yeah, I mean, I would monitor this situation closely. To answer the question of who would you – I don't want any part of this backfield right now. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I bid a lot yet. on Daryl because in a couple of leagues I have CH. Um, I already had Daryl as backups, but in Antoine, I, I had Daryl. Um, I've already lost ETN, CH, so I needed that floor second flex guy. I think the eight to nine points, I think that's a win. Yep. Yeah, and I kind of go back to what Dow said earlier, too. I agree with that, so – um, Dalvin Cook, CMC, Devontae Parker were all late scratches on Sunday. I don't, if you're an owner of any of these players, I don't think this was shocking. Um, we knew CMC's status was, you know, a couple weeks out, probably for the benefit of CMC to hold them out. Dalvin Cook played, uh, in week four and then he was inactive in week five, which that's a head scratcher. So there's something clearly up with with Dalvin Cook and Al- Alexander Madison's been playing fantastic. He's playing very very good. So I would you know continue to monitor that. If you don't have Alexander Madison, you're Dalvin Cook owner. Sorry, you're SOL. You're, you're but, you should. Yeah, you're uh, not yeah. getting him. I have no sympathy for you. You're stupid. You I mean, it's coming, and and it should be a lesson learned for everybody else who has a. Um, 
Ezekiel Elliott with uh, Tony Pollard, uh, JT to Naheem Hines to a very much lesser extent. Aaron Jones uh, to I'm sorry, AJ, AJ Dillon. Booker. To, uh, to AJ Dillon, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, and I'm sorry, who'd you just say? Oh, Saquon, Saquon and, and Booker. Booker. So, well, especially Saquon, too. I think that was yeah. like a really injury prone guy. Yeah. Like, like if you, and if you took your to risk on Booker. Saquon, you could have got Booker in the 13th round. Yeah, it's easy right. to get Booker. I mean, it's like just protect your first round investment because you're not only investing in players, you're investing in systems themselves. Oh, yeah. The entire team. Right. I mean, We'll talk about Odell in a little bit, but <laughs> um, and I don't really know what was up with uh, Devontae Parker, but he, yeah, well, he, he, hamstring. He was questioned. Yeah, it was a, a, a hammy. He was yeah. questionable all week, and then tried to run pregame, and then was like, yeah, yeah. I think it's like a tested out. So you feel we're playing Tampa. We're probably not going to win anyways. Don't uh, aggravate an already existing injury. Get healthy. This game's not going to go well, and it did not go well. No. Danny Dimes. Uh, Danny Dimes concussion left the game. He's in protocol. Um, Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. Uh, Mr. Mr. Mikey Neck. He filled in for him. <laughs> did not do well. No. Uh, they're returning some pass catchers, so we'll see what happens with with that moving forward. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I think I don't think the pass catchers coming back elevates Mike Glennon to like any no. sort of status. Doesn't help the Giants. I think more Mike Glennon drags all of the pass catchers even further down. It makes me scared of all New York pass catchers at this point. Yeah. Hey, I mean, if there's a bright side to it, um, Mike Glennon won't be taking rushing work away like uh, <laughs> Danny Legs has been that doing. Is so. That's true. And when Danny Dimes comes back, he should not be doing as much rushing because that's how he got his brain cracked off and then fell over on the field and looked like he was unconscious. So hopefully that's a lesson to him as well. Throw the ball or get down because you're not really a mobile quarterback. I don't care how much you think you are. Yeah. Uh, so you you hate calling him Danny Dimes. Yeah, he went over sixty percent completion percentage two weeks in a row. He's back. He's got his nickname. So so yeah, but what about Danny Legs? <laughs> Danny Legs. Danny Legs seems a little bit more Danny Danny suiting to him. Danny Boy seems more <laughs> fitting. Danny to him. Boy. Uh, Quintez Cephas, broken collarbone out for the season. Rough week for your boys, Tom. Brutal, brutal, brutal for Quintez Cephas. Big boy. Yeah, big, if uh, you want to see everyone that went on the IR this week, look at Tom's Dynasty League. Yeah, team. <laughs> Yeah, I lost Kittle, Juju, and and Cephas. So Cephas especially hurts because he had a he had a bright uh, future. I think. Uh, I mean, I it's, 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 oh, it's I hard to it's hard to say anybody tied like to Jared Goff um, is going to be good. But Amon Ra is now in a situation where Amon Ra can be what he was what, what we thought he yep. he could be. So what did I say in preseason? I said Amon Ra has a very clear route to third wide receiver reps and he's an injury away from top rep two injuries team. away and he got two Tyrell. injuries and Ty- well, Tyrell was a given <laughs> he still has a concussion on IR this is the longest concussion he's supposed ever. to be back next week scrambled okay. eggs yeah. well yeah I'm not, <laughs> not, not like uh, holding my breath is we'll see yeah. he's the Rashad Penny of the Detroit Lions <laughs> right. uh, and Trey Lance so they're calling uh, it's a it's a sprain left knee he might be out they're on by this week uh, I have quarterback uh, issues in one of my leagues, and I, I was looking at both San Francisco quarterbacks. It sounds like Garoppolo might be back in week seven, and Garoppolo might be the starter. So that's something you're going to watch out for. This was the only way for Jimmy G to get his starting job back. Right, was was Trey Lance to get hurt. Um, he called Justin Herbert, tried to find a way to uh, hey, get his... how can I do this? How, yeah, how can we get Trey Lance out this Has year? Has your doctor ever injected a kneecap before? <laughs> can he? Can you do it? You got a guy for that? Uh, Anthony Miller signed with the Jags. Up, oh, nope, that was the Steelers. 
Uh, I don't think that's anything fantasy impactful. No, but it is funny how it got to say. I'm like, oh, cool. It's sending the Jags. Practice squad. Well, wait, no. Juju's on the IR. I'm going to go with the Steelers. It really yeah. could It's just be. funny how like teams want him, but... It could be important. He's been bounced around on four teams, teams now. Yeah, four teams. teams. This, this could be significant, though. I mean, James Washington is not the solution as the third wide receiver there. We, I think we'll see him probably drop a handful of passes before he gets replaced for Anthony Miller at some point. So... I mean, see, I disagree the, well, a little the, bit. I like James Washington as a talent. I just don't think that he's going to be fantasy relevant with Ben Roethlisberger throwing the ball. Hey, Ben had a great. They week. have not had three wide receivers produce like the Dallas Cowboys have. Like Deontay Johnson will have a week. Claypool will have a week. Juju, unfortunately, hasn't had that in a little while. But they are usually like a one wide receiver a week kind of team. Yeah, I, I it, agree. What could be really scary uh, now that I think about it is if they move. Deontay to the Juju role and they move Miller to the Deontay role, that could be a big issue for Deontay Johnson. Oh, God, I, I hope they would do that. that. I don't think they would do that. Deontay is not a pass-catching wide receiver. <laughs> right, so I don't think He's that they fine. would do that. So it sounds like maybe Anthony Miller just takes on the Juju role and plays the slot. Imagine if, that Deontay if Johnson. If he even gets in what there. What position do you play? Wide receiver. Yeah, not good at catching balls, though. What's one of your <laughs> biggest weaknesses? Catching the ball. Catching you the said you're wide receiver, right? Yeah. I'm very athletic and I get open. But he's well, very, I'm bringing very it in. It's very didn't, didn't he have like a 60 yard T? He had, didn't he have a big yeah, play? Yeah, 50 yard two, touchdown. Two yeah. for yeah. two yeah. with a touchdown. Like, had a 14 well, point week on it. It was Play the first ball. play of the game. It was, it was one for 58. My God, it was going to be a huge Deontay week. And then it was Nothing. one catch for 20 after that. I'm like, what the fuck happened? I was looking at that game. Like, I'm like how oh, is yeah, Pittsburgh big ben. beating Denver? What is right. happening? Right. Yeah, let's move on. John Gruden. Well, we'll leave him for last. So, uh, Goddard ended up hitting with the with the COVID tag. Um, oh, they so, play Thursday. Okay, so he it, won't yeah, play. He should play not, he, He's, uh, he's just out. Say. Yeah. So, if he's, when did he go on the COVID tag, though? Because doesn't he need to produce to two negative been, tests? It was Monday. Two, ne- two negative tests, 24 hours apart. If he's vaccinated, I don't know. If he's not, he's not playing. I, would, yeah, I don't I'm, think I'm you're sure. playing Goddard I playing. regardless. Yeah. I've heard everything like sleeper thing. You know, he was on coverless. He's out for Thursday. Ertz would, is already so. like biting into his work again, too. It looks like Hertz, yeah. Hertz and Ertz have a little bit of a connection going. Goddard's still been the one grabbing touchdowns, which has helped him. But no, Ertz has been Ertz like is, mostly involved almost all season. It seems too. like his targets are higher. Like everything is back and they're gelling again. Like Ertz is happy to be in Philly. Yeah. All of a sudden, maybe he hates Carson Wentz. Who knows? Maybe the owner just has decided to stay in his owner's box. Yeah, true. That could work. I mean, Zacharitz probably could have also gotten a new haircut because I don't know if you saw his stupid bleach blonde bullshit. But oh, he yeah. Like I did. What did idiot. he pull the Jimmy Graham? Yeah, he looked like a fucking moron. I thought he was naturally blonde. Uh, I don't know. He I had a shaved head that, at one point and he looked a lot cooler. It, <laughs> in the summer, that was bleached blonde hair. <laughs> it's not good. He bleached a shade of that. Uh, John Brown signs with the Denver practice squad. Next. Um, Smoke. <laughs> So I that's found this actually thing. kind of to be interesting a little bit because oh, because Judy just came is should be coming back soon, and I know KJ Hamler's out for the year, but I just think that Judy coming back soon. I'm surprised they brought in another wide receiver. That's all. It they is can. nice if he'll play that burner role, go on the outside, run deep, leave me alone, open up some space for Judy underneath and uh, Tim Patrick to do some intermediate deep stuff as well. Like that's better for me. I like that. Yeah, I don't think. It's, uh, Tua might be back, uh, so it sounds like he started throwing again. Jacoby Brissett had a hamstring injury, so this is one of the reasons we we got to talk about this. Got is carted off and came back in. Tua like almost has to start for the Miami Dolphins. I mean, the Miami Dolphins. I think we're all here like 
low-key a fan of Miami. I mean, Brian like, Flores, like Brian Flores yeah. pretty much the entire Patriots defense. I was more of a fan of them when they had Fitzmagic. Not well, a, oh, a hundred, of, of course. But like, I'm not like That's a like a saying. Miami. Like, I've never I've never liked Tua. I don't like the the addition. I don't. Of I don't know. Will Fuller. Right. I don't think Miles Gaskin's okay. a great running back. Okay. Well, I, we all close. like Brian Flores. We He's like Brian running Flores. the Patriots defense. I love it's their a secondary. Lot of, lot of Patriots Great defensive secondary. players. I like the idea of the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. I kind of wish like, right they now. were in the position we are. They anyway, are what, ramping what back I'm, up. The... What, what I'm getting at is they are. They should be a playoff contender. You can't go without Tua and Jacoby. Right, so they're ramping up the Deshaun Watson to Miami rumors again. Like, this this is a new So even if they're, maybe they're trying one to get four, Tua just, I mean, to It's Houston. for their his yeah. entire career. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it, it makes sense. Like, you're probably not making playoffs this season at 1-4. and four. I mean, Deshaun comes, you might. Right. But it, oh, I it, mean, it's a tough hole to crawl out of. The only thing that's beneficial for them, they've not played the Bills yet, I don't think. they. I don't even know if they played the Jets yet. And they played the Pats once, and they won. So they they could theoretically sweep the season series with their entire division, win a few more games, and you're right back in the running. I mean, you could hunt down the Bills. That's no easy task. But with Deshaun Watson under center, anything's possible. Then I would love Will Fuller. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, well, Will Fuller's hurt right now. Will Fuller's yeah. stock. They're not, the not going to sink yeah. up. Deshaun's by, the, by the time he's healthy, Deshaun would have gotten another massage down in Miami. <laughs> uh, John oh Gruden resigned. Oh, sorry. You want to shit on Deshaun Watson? Talk about a guy who's found himself in, in some hot water. John Gruden resigned. Uh, listen. So so it, anything in the book that you could say, like you're talking about all the, the hot points of, of you know, uh, race, um, anti-Semitic, homophobic, everything. He nailed and just got every single one of them. I on, just want to say. wrote it in an email. <laughs> It, Why do you put it in at an email? Eight straight Wait, like, years, too. Not not just like a one email. It's like a one-off. Like no, there was there was several hundreds of yeah. emails over eight-year period. I think they said yeah, or yeah. seven-year period. I just don't know at what point you write an email and you're like, nailed it. That's a good one. I'll press <laughs> send on that. Like, it's one thing if you get overheard and you can't. You you're on the field and you said something stupid and it was in the heat of the moment. You're yelling at a ref and whatever. I get it. Happens in the NHL. People get fined. You move on with your life. We've seen that happen. Writing an email is such a different. It's such a different animal. Where like you're consciously sitting down in a presumably calm state of mind, typing up a little email, blah 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 blah, and then you're just tossing out the most uh, vile vitriol you could possibly think of. And then, I mean, who knows who leaked it? Probably friggin' Urban Meyer. But well, it came from. <laughs> yeah. I need uh, a distraction. I need a distraction. Well, it came from the football team, right? Because they were in, so so Bruce investigating Alex them. Was right. the guy? Yeah. Actually, as a matter of fact, today, forty of the lawyers that were in opposition to the Washington football team came out and said, "Hold on, time out. Why is John Gruden, some coach from other team, getting you know in trouble for this? Yet nothing has been released about the actual terrible like work." structure that that the Dan Snyder has put out and they're like begging them not begging but like demanding like hey release everything not just John Gruden's mm-hmm. emails well and the craziest thing is you had um, Josh Jacobs and Derek Harbaugh come out and say we address the locker room we stand by our coach we like understand where he came from this is years ago we you know he has a body of work he, he's always been cool with us they employ the only gay player in the NFL currently he seems to be getting snaps on the field there doesn't seem to be a lot of um, discrimination going on, at least as far as giving fair snaps to people. I mean, Hunter Renfro might be getting a few extra snaps than he deserves, but <laughs> um, I mean, 
the team seemed to back him is the interesting part. And then he resigns versus getting fired instead of – this did not come from a Goodell. I did hear that he said some horrible oh, things about came, Roger right, Goodell. Listen, so, listen, there was kind of a force from the NFL. I don't know if you had seen the, the, the information about it, but it was – the uh, first bit of news about the Demarcus Lawrence thing, or Demorius Lawrence, I forget his name. Yeah, Demor- the, the De- Players Association. The Players Association, yeah. Association guy. Then two days later, the New York Post article came out, which was yesterday, and you know, subsequently two hours after that, he uh, resigned in quotes, was the NFL has said that they had forwarded all that information to the Raiders prior to the New York Post article being put out and have said to them, we are waiting to see what you do first before we take action. So the NFL and Goodell pressured them to do something before they're like, no, we're going to do something. Ah. You do it now first. Well, I was always con- like not concerned, but I was interested to see if it was a, a resignation or a firing or however that boils down just to see how it affected payout structure. Like if you fire we, him or if we fire him, we owe you X amount. It's all promised. It's probably guaranteed and written in his contract. If you resign... Right. We can negotiate on exactly what happens. That's 100% what happened. Yeah. The guy got fired in a different word. Yeah. It's one of those uh, not even suspended without pays. It's just like yeah, resign or, or don't, but you're going to be gone. Right. Yeah. It's more or less like you can resign, collect some money, or the NFL can um, put you in, you know, suspend you for a year. You won't get paid on anything on that. We fire you later. And because of some at will clause or whatever, you'll never get any cent. Look, he'll be back in the ESPN announcer booth by next year. No, oh no, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no, no. I think he's out. Tampa, 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 Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay took him out of the ring. On yes, they did today. In the, the, in the football, the in the honor, football the community, Tampa John Gruden is Pete Rose. You will not exactly. You will not hear of or or, or hear anything. He's of, of no concern to you anymore. And no more Spider Two Y Banana. Listen, a couple things we can learn from the story. The NFL still has a shit ton of leaks. Clearly, yeah. Uh, there's oh, a yeah. fucking problem. There's anything and anything you want everywhere that they can say. If you do something wrong, I have something on you. Oh yeah, it's politics. It's uh, the NFL yeah. is politics. Hundred yeah. percent that. I mean, in the, obviously, I'm not. I mean, Gruden's a, a douchebag, but also whoever runs is Gruden done yet. Dot com finally got to go back Fine. into the website yep. and say yes. <laughs> He's officially gone. So the countdown into Ra- Raiders Nation that wanted Gruden gone. Congratulations, which is kind of sad. He's a scumbag. We've but been he's looking gone. at that for the last three years yeah. on our podcast in the summertime, kind of joking about it, and now we can't do it anymore. And well, the Raiders finally started to win some games. Like this is a bad yeah. time oh, to they lose were having their head. A, a good season. Regardless well, of th- this is where you this. as players should come around and be like, a coach should not define us. Yeah. We right. we should be oh, players. Oh, I'm, I'm booking the Raiders for a victory by 70 points. They're going to have one of those, like, <laughs> Bill O'Brien just left. Let's show out million-point games. And I will say oh, the, yeah. the, ph- yeah. <laughs> the philosophy doesn't change. Um, uh, I, forget, I can't pronounce his last name, but I believe it's Rich or Rick Bashaya or something like that, who has been with um, John Gruden his entire career in Tampa and in Oakland. I mean, or Las Vegas. So it, the the no, no strategy or scheme will change on offense or defense this season. Is there? I, I hope it's a Bill O'Brien Isn't situation. Isn't Gruden's son that, still there? That was one of the most Gruden's fantastic things that have ever employed, happened. But he's sports. like a strength coach. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah. Oh, and Bashashia. Bashashia. Bashashia is the interim coach already. They named yes. him? Okay. Yeah. I just looked that up. I was like, oh, uh, did life, you say it? Journeyman special teams coach. 
Great. He's going to have him running laps. That'll be a real team winner. Joe Judge all over again. Yeah. Let's get into say, Holden Let's go to the, huh? uh, the, the Giants. Uh, we can run through some uh, Holden Foldem. Robbie Anderson. Foldem. Foldem. Yeah, I, I fold him. Yeah, last I was going to say, fold. we all look at Scott. It's, all right. it's well, it's, I mean, it's my guy. Uh, Trey Sermon. Fold. 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 I'm full because he's on a bye week this week. Fold. Yep. Same. Brennan Ayuk. Hold. Fold. Fold. I'm full also because it's, it's a bye week, too. It's, it's time. You can't I hold it. a bye week player that's done nothing for you so far. I agree. I guess I said hold because I'm holding him. I'm four, uh, five, and, five and oh. I can hold him. And but, this is a bigger waiver week, too, where it's yeah. like, if you're going to hold him, like, oh, then you're going to miss out on Kadarius Tony. You're going to miss out on Devontae Booker, Daryl right. Williams. If I was 0-5, I'm 100% fold. I guess it depends on where your team is. I I am, like, such a Brandon Ayuk truther that oh, I know it gets He's my breakout of the logic, year. It sucks. But I guess if I'm being objective, he would be a fold. He'd be a fold. Uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go out of order on you guys. Jalen Waddell, fold. Oh, I was going to say something, but... I'm going to hold Jalen Waddle as well, and I'm sorry. Did you want to say something on Ayuk? I was going to say, let me give you a name for Brandon Ayuk, and it's Dante Pettis. But How dare you? I yeah. said that um, with my, I think, a couple of pods couple, ago. Couple podcasts. It's, just, yeah. it's, yeah. Just, it's just the same career path they've been going through. Uh, well, so Jalen Waddle, I think both of us are fold. Daz and I. I said hold. Oh, you're gonna hold Jalen Waddle. Oh, I think Excuse the me. I think the future. I'm a hold. Good, good with Tua. I'll hold. There's well. yeah. there's one once, receiver in. Once Tua is yeah. back, you saw the connection when Tua was there, and and then you even saw 15 targets in week three. Then goes back down to earth, and yeah, I mean, well, I would, I would like to see him do a lot more against yeah. the terrible Tampa Still, secondary, though, it's like, but. I just he's he's one of these players that like I just don't have the patience for some of these guys. I mean, it's like, kind of like, it, like if, if I if I can go and get myself a running back, Devonte Booker. Yeah, I suppose yeah, with bye weeks coming up, it's like, am I going to play Waddle this week or am I you know going to have to drop? I just, him for I just a feel like it's a guessing to. game with him. Like you can put him in your lineup every single week, but you're probably going to get three points or twenty two, and it's like I'm still assuming yeah. I have worse I, players on my team. Than he's he's on yeah he's. On well, the edge, and just because Tua should be back this week, I want to see him with two again. And if he falls on the face again, then sure, you're done with him. Uh, Marvin Jones, I'm still a hold. hold. I'm, I'm yeah. a hold on. I mean, Marvin everything Jones. I saw in the first three weeks was fantastic. How can I get rid of him now? The, the targets, yeah, the snaps. The problematic thing is that he has seen a dip since they've started using James Robinson more since DJ Shark went down. I didn't think it was going to affect him the They've way been using it did. Lavisca more. That's for all, sure. All of didn't it. do anything last. Well, he had that one catch not for fifty eight yards. Yeah, not this past week. But, but this past week was just he's still on the bizarre. field. He's still on the field ninety three percent of time. Trevor Lawrence has to find him eventually. I'm going to hold him, but I'm very like I'm getting very concerned. He's not played elite uh, pass defense. He's played uh, Arizona, which is decent. Cincy and Tennessee, and now he has Miami. If he doesn't show up against Miami, done. In in London, he's a London guy. We got London again. Oh, he yeah. No oh, wait. Ooh, where's it? London? Eats. Is it? Yeah, it's in London again. London right? Bridge is falling the, yeah, down. The, the Jags haven't played yet in London, so they will have another nine thirty against the Dolphins. No, uh, yep, right there. Kenyon Drake. Fold. I'm folding him. Fold. Fold. God, what a freaking the contract too. Yeah, what the hell? He paid this guy's a top twelve guy. You know what? Couldn't couldn't it, tell you. For all we know, it was Rich Bashashisha that was pushing to get Kenyon Drake. Maybe maybe you hold him for one week and see what happens under the new well, so, ten, uh, new ownership. So or this new, was new what I was. This is what I was thinking, and this is why I needed to look into Bashasha because I had to know if they were going to use Drake more because that's originally what they had they paid for him to do, and they haven't done it yet. And Josh Jacobs was out a few weeks, and they still didn't use Drake. So I'm like, I need to know 
what's going to happen there. Like, is this a new offensive-minded coach that's going to be the interim head coach? It's not. Nothing's going to change. <laughs> it's going to be the exact same offense and defense. He had an last 18% year. snap share last week. That's terrible. 18. And that's what Peyton Barber out. Yeah. Peyton Barber didn't even play. That's not even roster. That's, that, that's, I mean, Jalen no. Richard uh, played more. Richard, well, Jalen Rashard's been there for forever. He was the original. Well, pass I, I understand that, but if you're paying so guys you, six plus a year, that's why I would like to see if, if they flip because Gruden liked Rashard. He did. Maybe Basasha doesn't. Bishashi. I'm gonna start calling him Ricky B because I don't like saying this damn name anymore. Bishami. We skipped someone. Yeah, Steve Steve Bishami. Bishami. I'm, I'm going back. But to well, I'm yeah, going, the, he's gonna be the last the one we talk about. Odell Beckham. Brodell Beckham. He is. I want to trade him on his name. Yes. Um, but I don't want him on my roster. So if you have to fold him, I, I don't hate it. I just I don't want any so, fucking shares of this guy. So the team put up what was it forty one or was it forty seven? The Chargers won, so it was forty seven, right? Yeah. So they put up forty one fantasy points. I mean, sorry, forty one total NFL points, and Odell Beckham got three fantasy points. So he was two for twenty on three targets. I mean, the weeks before that, seven targets, nine targets, right? Didn't do much with them, but it was his first two weeks back. This week, when you're throrong it that much, it's like holy shit. He's the not first on the same week page looked uh, promising, and without Jarvis Landry, he's yeah. possibly back this week too. But I'm a hold based off the name, like Tom said. If you can trade him, you probably could based off the name. And you know, there's always trade talks now coming into week six, weeks seven, eight. Like the trade deadline is on the move again, so you're gonna hold him, or people are gonna want him just in case he gets moved to a different team, and yeah. boom, he becomes the old OBJ, which I don't think is gonna happen, but. The big problem is you're selling him, you're selling him low. And you're selling low is right. never where you want to be. But if you're going to drop him anyways, low, right, you, you, you might as well. Exactly. Yeah. If you hold him in a dynasty league, I'd sell him for picks instantly. Like something decent, depending on what your. your uh, uh, well, not everybody has a salary league like don't us. I know what but, the, yeah. the market is on Odell. That's the. Oh, no. That's it's the it's brutal. You can't identify it unless you go out in there and try to fleece somebody. But maybe you can. Maybe you can find an Odell truth and fleece him on a deal. But like. His stats are not yeah. worth. Rostering. I would wait. I would wait for what Scotty said, and it's since you've already held on to Odell, probably the last two seasons with his ACL injury and things like that, is wait for that trade to happen. If it happens, then make that trade because his stock will be higher than it would ever be before. Yep. If it doesn't happen, then you're just waiting for that blow up week, and then you can make that trade. If not, then you're just you're holding on to him. That's yeah. That's I just mean, how it is with him and some fantasy players. Even for him though, he blows up one week. I think people just go, "That yeah, was the one week. It was a fluke. He missed it." Yeah, I don't so know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Last year, before he had his ACL injury, like there was there was a moment that one everyone week. was like, "Yeah, the, the thirty-three point week and everything it, else sucked." But everyone literally was talking about Odell is back. Odell is back. Like yeah. It was. It takes. It was like a. I don't know why it's like this with Odell because realistically, you look back at the Giants, you're talking two really good seasons. I'm not. We're not That's talking it. a long track record with Odell. No, but and it's just it was so a, good when it yeah. was good that you can just use that. Well, yeah, Will, Will Fuller, and you watch him right. too. It's like you still see plays with him. Like, oh, that's old OBJ, but maybe it's the offense. Maybe it's Baker. Maybe it's just I, 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 I don't know. But I have no shares of him in any league this year. Yeah, um, great feeling. Which I'm a very you know happy what's funny. About. <laughs> I so I started off with one of my drafts as Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen. I'm like, oh, this is great. I don't need another wide receiver. I mean, I needed three wide receivers. So you to waited start. to get OBJ? No, I was just like, I'm gonna throw some shot in the dark risk players. I did Odell and, and uh, Juju, Kenny Galladay. Oh Jesus, <laughs> so like, Ooh, son of those a bitch. Are, those are tough. Ones. Like I'm sitting there going, I could have had like Cortland Sutton, who obviously I really like, but at that time I was like, I want something different. I want something new, fresh. Yeah, you can get that Both boomer bus guy for your third spot. <laughs> 
Hey, ride or, ride or die with you guys, man. I got Mike Williams on like every single team I have. Oh, perfect play. I, I only have two shirts, though, and I'm so mad. I have no <laughs> sh- Like, he was going at like uh, uh, the, the turns, I feel like. I can't remember exactly where it was, but he was never available in any of the spots yeah. unless I like really reached on him. And I wasn't sure about him, but he is fantastic. He's I got him great. in so many leagues, but you got him before me in the dogs because you, I mean, you went for him. And as I like, mean, he's well, your he's yeah. your breakout player there, right? Or, yeah, or sleeper, sleeper. sleeper. Yeah. My my breakout's Jamar Chase, which I'm also smashing. Yeah, right now. so far so good. good. Uh, last hole fold, Allen Robinson, and this this is where I'm. This is where I am with Allen Robinson. He is a buy candidate for me. I'm not folding Allen Robinson. I think the talent's there. The 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 offense sucks, sure. It doesn't look good for Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is the type of wide receiver that can do multiple things. Where Odell can really only do one thing. He's in an offense that's... They have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. They have no reason to be like, oh, we need to start throwing the ball to Odell. The Bears are losing. Like They have to go to Allen Robinson at some point. Yeah, and they lost Monty too, so... The problem is that they ran the ball 30-something times last week in a game. I mean, they were winning against the Raiders, but it's not an offense that I want the wide receivers in. I mean, I know we have Darnell Mooney usually on our waiver article. I still think he's a good guy to stash. He seems to be the guy that's getting more targets than A-Rob, but I don't know that I can ever cut A-Rob, and it's it's one of those straight up, it's his name, it's what I think he can do, it's my belief in his talent. Is it foolish? Probably. He might, and if Tom's buying him low, I mean, I wish I held him in a league where I was in there with Tom. I'd definitely try to sell him because, <laughs> I mean, there's, it's only so long you can look at him sitting on your bench. But then you're looking at your waivers. You're like, oh, well, would I rather have Allen Robinson or Kadarius Tony? The right answer is Kadarius Tony right now. But it's so hard. Are to... you going to pull that trigger? Because the second A-Rob is on your waiver, somebody's going for him. Oh, he's going to go for a sure. Probably more than Tony would ever go for, even he, without the stats. It's hard to watch him struggle on your team and then let him go and then watch him blow up. Right. It's right. just that's just the thing that no one will want to do. It's OBJ from four years ago. His last year with the Giants. It was the same thing. You you know, you dropped OBJ as, as a top five receiver and he was playing like this and you couldn't drop him. And you wasted out on probably guys like Allen Robinson who was a right. who was a, a target. Um Keelan Cole back in the day. Like 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 guys that you could have dri- grabbed and like picked up, but you just can't drop your guy that you invested so much in like a top probably third round pick oh yeah i i use him as a keeper in the third round that, in that other league and now he sits on my bench every week and just collects and then he was always quarterback proof like right it didn't matter who he had he, he'd always produce and this year like oh it's if it's annie dolan if it's fields gonna be great fields it's i don't know i kind of rather annie dolan like, like just, it, it, it's it's just so weird who like neither quarterback's gonna do it like is blake bortles that much better than they were bring them in last time uh a-rob was popping it was with blake the boat 1500 yards sure. baby. Where, do, yards. where did we land with Allen robinson he's hold. a hold hold right. hold i mean yeah you get sick about it you'll get night terrors but you hold them mm-hmm. i feel like craig wants to take an opposing i i do but i but i like the buy low aspect of it and and the whole like if you drop him he's gonna go and you're gonna resent yourself when he pops because i know that Part of you know what my thought process was on this season was that it's going to be a back half team, like as far as fantasy goes. So we're getting that midway point. You know, I don't know if I want to cut bait on someone that's right about to pop. I think, mm-hmm. but it's so bad. It's just so so. Bad. Oh, it's not good. You can't start them. That's for sure. All right, buy low, sell high. Speaking of buy lows, um, I am. I'm. I'm not picking a player. I kind of threw this out there earlier this week. 
one of the things I do when I'm at the top of a league is I go and find every single player that's on a bye week, and then I go, I, I try and jump him. So that's that's <laughs> the biggest thing in my mindset is if I'm five and zero, if I'm four and one, let me go get a, a, a guy. This is a combination of my buy low, sell high. Let me go find the guy who's one and four, zero and five, who's got the Alvin Kamara on a bye week that has the Debo Samuel on a bye week. Let me give you a two for one. Let me get that player on the bye week because if you're five and zero or four and one, you're deep as shit. So I think that what you need to do, and it's not really a buy low, but Go find where Alvin Kamara is. Go find where uh, Debo Samuel is. Go to those owners. If they're 1-4, and 0-5, oh you send them a trade. If you had somebody who had significant injury issues, go and find some stud on their team and do a two-for-one. This is the time of year where people have to start making decisions. Do I put together a roster or do I just keep muddling through the mud? You can't if if Alvin Kamara is on a bye week and you're Owen four, you're likely losing the week without Alvin Kamara. And to get out of Owen five or to get out of Owen six, very very fucking difficult, very hard. So let me give you players to compete and go get your win, and I get a stud back. I can take it if I'm five and zero. Oh, I can take the loss. If I'm if I'm four and one, I could take a loss. And now I get Alvin Kamara for the rest of the season with no bye week. I mean, especially in a league where where if the last place finish is a punishment, you might know like, hey, I, I'm, I'm there's no chance I can win, but there's a chance I can get out of last place. And for our weekend, it's fucking huge. Like yeah, you, you're me, Dicky. Yeah, <laughs> you you crawling and sucking your way to to not come in last. And. What are we, we doing, doing in our it. league? We're doing uh, <laughs> that was last place. It sucked. I, it was, in, in, we're doing stand up this year. So in in the Red Dog League, loser no, loser goes and does stand up comedy. I didn't think in, that we voted on that. Oh, we voted on. Who's, it. We voted. Who's on. in last right now? If you don't mind me asking, uh, I don't know. But I'm in. I'm in I mean, I saw that contention. Bench. I don't know. It's, I'm definitely it, in contention. It's both of you are. Yeah, I've had some shit luck. I had Saquon and CEH go well, down this week while scoring 146 points. Between the two of my best players, they Bob, got three points. Bob and I and, still uh, scored 146. Bob and Craig are both one and four, but they've scored 628 and 675 respectively. I'm I'm pretty I'm sure in 10th I'm, place, and I've scored 574. I'm pretty Ooh. sure I'm in 11th place with like the fourth most points scored in the league. Well, so it might come down to, to four. So our last I definitely so am. the last There's place five finish. people with seven over 700. The the then I'm sick. The is uh, loser has to go and perform stand up comedy live uh, at a at a club, but the rest of the league mates get to write their jokes. You're seventh by one point. Just don't do any like Gruden jokes, and you'll be fine. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll <laughs> yeah. we'll have to we'll have to figure out we'll we'll have to like. We all have we'll, jobs. We'll have to, we'll have to fit. Yeah, I mean, listen, we'll have to fit. Yeah. It's not going to be like go up there and be like, "Oh, your shoes untied," or like, well, like, and then and then tossing out a bunch of racist slurs. Like, we're not going to do that. But yeah, probably be like, "Knock, knock." I know for banana. a fact. I know for a banana. fact. After every Tom's thing will be after every single joke, you have to say, "How you doing?" How you doing? How you doing? I thought it would be now, cool too you, if we. You guys to... are all going there, like, oh like, yeah, oh yeah. Like, Team wide, yeah. we'll invite the. Let me know. Yeah. Well, let well, me know. We'll, we'll invite we'll everybody. Yeah. So it'll just be the <laughs> the podcast. League. I mean, it'll be just the, the fantasy I, league, and then our, our significant others. Yeah. 
in I, the rest well, of the dynasty. The thing is, like, we're gonna have I'll to do come. this yeah, at I'll a, bring Shelby. At a, <laughs> I'll bring Ruby. Fuck it. We're gonna have to do this at like a public, like, stand-up place, like it's only that or an open mic or something. It, There's gonna be, be other people mic. there. It has the to be open mic. Oh yeah, stand-up the, comedians are like begging to go slotted. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you, you, you gotta find a place in Nashua or, or around that. We can Merrimack, we'll, Manchester. We'll find an open mic. I will find something. I don't. I don't care if I have to pay for the slot. So so anyway, and this is this this all goes back to the guy in last place is probably shitting their pants because they yes. they don't want to yeah. do something. And this something. is why you need a punishment in your league. Yes, it is. It is. Cause it, because it, now, cause cause now I'm considering the trade talks. I still do think it would be great if we got to write our own jokes because I'd love to what, start now my stand-up comedy. So for the rest of the season, that might not be on the jokes. table. Like me and Tom last year were, were bottom two and fighting, fighting for it and we were still picking up guys, trading guys because we had no shot of winning but we had a shot of not coming in last. Right. I would have been two years in a row. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> my, it was like, a, my first year. I clawed and scratched, but I was like injury after injury after injury, and you were the same way. Injury, injury. And it was one of – I think you beat me by a game. But that that's what we did. I mean, yeah. that's and that's what happens. Yeah, in, injury after injury. My team, that. my bench but currently no one's is Juju, re- Russ Wilson, Samaje P. Ryan, Jerry Judy, Michael Thomas, and Lev Bell. You've, you've made some really dumb decisions. The, <laughs> the, the, the only dumb decision the I made Lev was the Lev Bell one. The Lev Bell. That's a the very Lev dumb one. I added Lev Bell. I – for whoever, it doesn't even matter. I got him for free. Kadarius Tony. No, and then I dropped him for Kadarius Tony, who I got for like ten bucks, which is probably a little Jeez, bit of an overspend. But would have Kadarius? No. Then the same week is when I dropped Love Bell because I was holding him all year. Yeah. And then the same week I drop him, he gets picked up by uh, Baltimore and adds to the practice squad. So I'm like, shit, I can go grab him back. I thought it was gonna be such a hot waiver pickup. Nope. I bid twenty six bucks on him to get him back on my team. <laughs> drop Kadarius Tony, or I spent I spent sixteen on him. Sorry. So it's a combined twenty six dollars of my fab. That I've made no changes to my roster, you know, ostensibly. And lost a hot waiver ad this week. And lost a <laughs> hot waiver ad. And he's put up double-digit points in both weeks since I dropped him. Love but Bell just mind That you. being said, you're welcome, Kadarius Tony. I made your career. <laughs> Thank you. I'll send you, I'll send you a bill. Um, and and I, I think that you truly, like, there is a psychology that goes on in fantasy football. You People don't want to be in this position. I mean, you hear... Right. I just thought myself different a Different pretzel. stories. Yeah, you hear... You know, Dow's talking himself into a pretzel. You hear Craig, I don't want to fucking do that. You hear Scotty and I scratching and clawing trying to get out. Right. And I would, if I'd, you're 5 0 and 4 1, you should go and take advantage of that. I would also add, oh, and it's you can. Of immense importance in a keeper league to have a punishment for last place because I have a keeper league with no last place punishment. And every year people sell off to get keepers for the next year and they, they tank. They have, they have two wins. And you're there's, not there's, do no a league. there's no punishment. There's no punishment. Losers. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. That moves to dynasty. That's basically how we got our fix and got rid of keepers in all our redraft leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so moving on to um, the rest of our buy low, sell high candidates, and I'll make mine quick. And it's it's something that I've done in the past is buy when they're available, kind of players like Tyree Carroll earlier in the year. He had two down games and then blew up for forty two. I mean, last week he did have eight, but there's a certain point where they're eligible to be bought, and then there's times that they're just no one's going to sell no matter what. Right now, after a down week, and someone who realistically isn't at the top of their game, um, well, he's at the top of his game, but he's not at the top five of like wide receivers, but six points last week for DJ Moore, and I think that that's someone that is at this point at least the door is cracked open to try and buy, and I think he's going to have an unreal season to continue what he's already done in the beginning part of the year, going for double-digit points every single week. Two weeks ago, it was nearly 30 fantasy points. He gets Minnesota, which is fairly easy. New York Giants, which is really good. Atlanta, really good. New England will be tough. 
Uh, Arizona will be easy. Washington's been run over. Miami's been run over. And that's just with through all of the other teams in their bye weeks. They have a Carolina Panthers have a week 13 bye. So it really helps you out when all these other players are going through buys. I think a lot of, um, you know, managers out there might need to fill in a buy spot. It's a two for one trade, but DJ Moore is eligible to be bought this week. And I think that's someone you should go after. I did mine much the same as you, Craig, an, an eligible to be bought guy who's maybe name is, is big, but has not produced to that level. So a little bit different in that regard from DJ Moore, who's absolutely popped in the first few weeks, but now, like you said, is, is a little bit more available. I guess Stephon Diggs, let me stop burying the lead here. He's yet to go over 15 points on the season, which is not what you expected out of probably a first round wide receiver pick, if not very early second round. He also has seen his snaps drop from 93 to 78, now down to 75% a game, which isn't you know, the end of the world, but it's still a big drop when other receivers like Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, and Gabby Davis are all cutting into his receptions, as is tight end Dawson Knox, who's been exploding. I think what we're seeing more than Stephon Diggs being relegated to any particular role is the evolution of Josh Allen spreading the ball around to a lot of different receivers and his ability to be accurate with a lot of people beyond just the Stephon Diggs go and get this ball, please. That being said, I'm buying him low. I think he still gets back to that 18 to 20 point pop, regular, you know, some semi regular pop. He also has a fairly favorable schedule with Tennessee. He's got a bye week in there, but then Miami, Jacksonville, the Jets, Indy, New Orleans. I'll take all those matchups as plus matchups for him. And I think this is probably the lowest his, his stock is ever going to be, which is, I don't know what he is right now. Wide receiver 26. So he's outside wide oh, receiver twos in half PPR. Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, buy low is TJ Hawkinson, a, a, another big name out there. S- fantastic start for his uh, first two weeks. 26 point or 21 point, 16 points in week two. Two, six, three for the next three weeks. I mean, we thought he was quarterback proof. You know, Goff came out and played great the first two weeks, but we've kind of seen Goff come back down to earth, look, look like Goff. And I think teams are definitely focusing in more on Hawkinson where they'll have the Lions beat them more with Jamal Williams, Dunder Swift, Cephas, RIP for the season. But um, with Cephas now out for the, the entire year, Hawkinson's going to have to be forced the, the ball because Tyro Williams isn't the answer. He's concussed every other game. He's hurt every other game. Uh, Amon Ross fine, but, you know, Khalif Raymond's not going to pick that up. Like, Hawkinson, especially with guys like... Um, Bills, I mean, I'm blanking. Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. Um, Max Williams before he got hurt. But, like, these guys that are coming out, Dalton Schultz. Like, people are looking at these guys like, shit, like, I'm going to start these guys. I want these guys over a guy like TJ Hawkinson because they're giving me 10-plus points a week. We can go and get TJ Hawkinson wicked cheap now. And I I would assume he's going to finish as a top six tight end like he was drafted. And you can probably get him for close to, like, a RB3 Oh, right now, if I, there was a world that I could trade Dawson Knox and a, a small piece, piece or something yeah. for TJ Hawkinson, oh yeah, let's go rock and or even Dawson Knox to somebody who really wants them, maybe to stack with Josh Allen for Hawkinson and a piece back, depending on where their valuation of them is. Yeah, I mean, um, besides our dynasty league, don't don't you know buy him like you yeah. should sell him to me for like nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, TJ Hawkinson. Standard procedure. Depending on who you're playing that week, I'll trade you somebody to beat them. Mango. <laughs> Mango. TSF collusion. The collusion. Uh, all right. We, we can go to sell highs. Um, so, my sell, I, I mean, I kind of talked about it with the buy low. 
one thing I wanted to mention here is that if you're five and zero and one and four, this is where you should go and be aggressive with your fab for a Devonte Booker or a Daryl Williams or a Kadarius Tony or an Amon Ra or go and get one of those big uh, Damian Williams if he's still out there because you have teams in your league that need those players. Go and steal like if you were smart with your with your budget. Listen, if you're five and zero and you're four or four and one. You're doing something right. You you should be deep as shit. So you should be able to go and drop a, a massive amount of money on a guy and then just trade him immediately and go and get yourself somebody. If I can get a Devontae Booker and pair him with, I don't know, some other running back and, hey, here's two for two for one, two for I, lo- I love my two-for-ones. Right around this point in the season, oh, I yeah. love it. I mean, Nothing that's... in the world is better than picking somebody up and then trading them. I mean, <laughs> for a guy you right. actually want. And, and somebody's going I mean, to have to do it. This I is mean, the week you're going to see it because yep. this is a big waiver week with bye weeks. And now it's week f- after week five where you're 0-5 or 1-4. Now this defines your entire season. Especially for someone who is just a little cheap on their bid. Oh, I bid 20, you know, 20 bucks on somebody. And you were like, I got him for 26. Like, or right, I'm going to trade him to you. No, I'm going I'm to trade him to you. I mean, and people are going to try and be conservative. So, th- like, I don't really have a, a specific buy low or sell high player. It's sell sell your fab. Like, at this point, if you're 5-0 and, oh and, and or 4-1, and one, again, you're doing something right. Drop overspend thirty six dollars for Devonte Booker. I don't. I don't care. Go get the guy, and then go find the Saquon Barkley owner who's hurting, who's two and three, one and four, zero oh and five, and just say, hey, you know what? I I could I could probably use an upgrade at my tight end, or you know, I could use an upgrade at my quarterback position or my wide receiver position. Go and use it as an upgrade because thirty six dollars is is fine. We're 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 in an hour. I see you typing. We got an hour. We're talking about some good buy low, sell high convos, man. Craig, who you got for your buy low, uh, sell high? I was saying, should we cut the emotions part? Um, so mine is Probably. sell high is AJ Dillon. We've already had a lot of heat. This this uh, this podcast don't need any more of it. Uh, I get a little too hot. AJ Dillon is a sell high of mine because I think that he's actually performed, you know, well for fantasy teams the last two weeks. No one's ever starting him, or I shouldn't say no one's ever starting him. You could be starting him in deep leagues, but it's tough. But you've seen him sit there at ten points and fifteen points back to back weeks, and it really, I don't think, is something that you're going to see much more often. They, you know, play up against some pretty tough matchups coming up. They have Chicago, which. Obviously, you know, his is done better at uh, stopping the run. Washington, that should really be better at it. But they, you know, will I don't know if they'll get there. Um, but realistically, it, it, you can trade A.J. Dillon at this point. Unless you have, unless you're the Aaron Jones owner. You know, I'll never tell you to trade the backup if you're an Aaron Jones owner. But there's a lot of people that have A.J. Dillon that are not the Aaron Jones owner. And you can either go to the Aaron Jones owner and be like, hey, listen, A.J. Dillon's creeping in. Or you can go to someone else that has bye week issues and be like, hey, this guy's a fill-in piece. Like he's someone that you can sell off for something that you should be able to get for the rest of the season. Um, you kind of see the three points from weeks one through three and go, why do I have this guy? And and now you have an option to actually try and sell him off. And I think now is the right time to do it. I completely agree with you, Craig. Why? You, that doesn't happen very well, often, so I felt his need to say. I just <laughs> traded for AJ Dillon. I'm an Aaron Jones owner. Well, there you go. And that's the only I wouldn't do it. Other than that, I traded P Ryan for AJ Dillon last week. That's a good. Well, that's the AJ Dillon owner was 
a mix owner. So it was kind of like, hey, handcuff yeah. for handcuff. Well, I just <laughs> did that with uh, Jamal uh, Williams and Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, I mean, say what you will about him. And Jamal Williams in his own right, say what you will. But I was the DeAndre Swift, and the guy I traded him to was Javante Williams. Yeah, it's oh, like okay. let's just let's just let's just own these backfields. Yeah, <laughs> like let's stop playing point, these stupid yeah. games. Right, that's yeah, a good you're, mutually beneficial you're, trade. You're playing chess match. Like, who's gonna get hurt first? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't, I don't want to play this game. All right, I got my sell high. It's Antonio Brown. There's not much to say. I mean, he's had two really big games this year. He was he had COVID for one, so we'll try to erase that out. But he bombed against Atlanta. He didn't do much against New England. He had, I mean, he had a good amount of targets, but he didn't really produce a huge fantasy game. He gave you probably flex consideration at 9.8 points. But then the two games he's popped are against Dallas at 21.2 and Miami at 27.9. The first game against Dallas, they had not figured out their defense at all. I think they're better now. I think if they played the game again, they'd probably be a little bit closer and they'd probably contain him a bit better. Miami, not a great defense, not great against the pass. Plus, it's Tom Brady. He's feeling himself. I don't think he continues to do this on a week-by-week basis, especially as he goes into Philly against a tougher matchup. Chicago and Indy are fine. or Sorry, Chicago and New Orleans are probably fine. But beyond that, I'm a little bit worried, especially when you look forward far down the road to his playoff matchups. I don't want to play him in playoffs. And if you are housing Antonio Brown, you're probably a better-ranked team, 5-0, something like that. You probably drafted him late. He's probably paid off. But I think right now the return on him is going to be massive. If you sell him high, you position yourself, and you can find people with more favorable playoff matchups. You can find somebody that can fill in for a flex spot at 12 to 15 points instead of hoping that he pops on a, on a semi-regular basis. I think there are safer floors with or, or safer plays with smaller ranges of outcomes versus Antonio's zero or 27. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's kind of an underrated point too. I mean, this is where if you're five and all four and one, if you're you should really start looking at guys playoff schedules like you're you're only a couple wins away from clinching it i think if you can get eight wins through the first nine weeks you're you're right there. you're in yeah. a good spot i mean it's and, tough to to blow that off it, i mean it's tough yeah, to, yeah like, right. blow that up right. if you blow it up and then, then that's either on you or your team just got so unlucky and he's got <laughs> buffalo uh, the the bucks have buffalo and carolina twice down his playoff stretch so Carolina is only getting better with CJ Henderson. Well, learning they just system. got Gilmore. Just got Gilmore. Buffalo has been great. I mean, Tredavious White is a monster. I understand the argument that there's still Mike Evans. There's still Chris Godwin there. But all that is to me is malice to feed. It's not like, oh, they take so much coverage off Antonio Brown. Yes, that's true. But just as often, Antonio is the one taking coverage off of them. So Yeah, it's going to go back and forth. Right. There's it, it, the The point is true for every single receiver in that system so and then Gronk comes back and who freaking knows what happens I mean that's just another big mouth to feed right. that Brady wants to feed it's his favorite kid <laughs> all right um, <laughs> I'm not so a parent so. <laughs> my sell high is Cordell Patterson I think might be for like the fourth week in a row I think Craig and me had it last <laughs> last week or, yes, or the last two weeks but there's no way he can keep this up, right? There, there's no I don't way. Know, man. I tried to set him. I just lost it. No. The reason why I'm selling him, because I do think, like, he's definitely a focal point, and he's he's going on a bye week, so it's kind of tough to sell him high. But I started him th- th- this week. He did very good for me. But I think right now, people that, like, that lost a CEH, that lost a Barkley, that lost, you know, a lot of injuries this week, and they don't have a fab to, you know, grab 
the backup is a perfect team to sell to because I think right now Cordero Patterson he's going to finish as a top 15 running back in the season like if he has this floor of like 10 points a week on 30% snap share holy shit like that's fantastic if you can sell him for I mean you can probably get a lot more than Allen Robinson right now for him you can get you can sell him to Allen Robinson and so you want to know you want to know a legitimate trade question I got today yes or no Cordero Pat- Patterson for Stephon Diggs straight up. See, that is going to be... That is happening. That is happening. I would take that to get Diggs. Yes, of course you would. Well, yes, of course, yes. of course yeah. you would. Happily. But that, that we, is the conversation. What world are we getting to? Well, and that, was a, that was a legitimate is, person It's five weeks yeah. now. It's not just, yeah. you know, like a 30-point game and a four. Like It's been 20-10. Thirty-five, uh, seventeen. Like, I like, know. You're. It, I know. He is legit a starting RB two in any sickening. fantasy league. Straight up sickening. I know. It. What I mean, it, do we go all season before we go? Like, all right, Cordell Patterson might be the running back here. He's a guy that could finish <laughs> RB one, and I'm gonna be like, nah, nah, nah nope. No. I, don't, nope. I don't see it. There, there's don't a agree. guy. There's a guy like this every year. You little haven't shown me that no, yet. Nothing. There's a little yet. thing called the eyeball test, pal. You're not fooling this guy. That was like James Robinson last year. This, actually, this was, this was OBJ as really a, a wide receiver. I mean, well, people yeah. are so, so stubborn to accept that he was bad. I mean, people are stubborn to accept that people are good. I mean. So he's no, my it works the inverse. So high now because, like what Tom said, there's him for digs. Now you can get him for for a huge asset for the last two couple weeks. It's like, oh, you sell him for like you know a flex guy. Now you can sell him for a wide receiver too or take, one. Take him, package him, go get my boy Mike Williams. Absolutely, have yourself a day. Yeah, g- good luck getting Mike Williams for anyone. <laughs> Yeah, if you drafted Mike Williams, you're just like, I have the Michael Williams winner. has single-handedly won me I am Thor, son of Odin. He almost <laughs> lost this week, though. He scored 32 points this week. You barely beat Burke. Well, the, the, <laughs> that was the highest score. So, I passed out last night. I'm beating Diggy by, like, 58 points. I wake up, I only beat him by 7 or 8. And Tom only beats Burke by, like, and we all scored. I was up by 80. Like it was what one eighty eight to one eighty two, one eighty seven. Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, Dicky one seventy to one sixty four. Dicky was at like one hundred three to start the night. I pass out because I'm tired of shit. I wake up I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was yeah. lost. A lot of huge games last night. I mean, I crossed. It was, it was, I crossed over two hundred for the first time in my fantasy football career last night because of Mark Andrews. No, so I lost. I, I scored two hundred five and I lost. I closed. That's I closed rough. a forty point gap on Mango in one night. Yeah, he did. And then I ended up winning handily. You are three awesome. and two in Dynasty, my friend. With <laughs> Judy and Etienne, my first round picks from the last two years on IR. I mean, half my bench is on IR. I'm starting. I'll, I'll You're starting Zaccheus, Mike Davis. Starting Mike Davis. <laughs> James Connor is paying off. I don't know he what's is, going yeah. on. He's scoring. Hey, touchdowns. okay. So let let's have a real quick t- uh, discussion. James you, a, you did not. High. You did not expect to be in this situation here. I expected one hundred zero, hundred percent. If you are a fake five and zero in a in a fake four and one, I, I'm saying go and sell your guys and and go to the zero and five and one to four teams. Look at your points for. If they're not high, don't start selling. That's how you can fuck your your season. Yep, up, right, yes, like yep. you are putting shit together the right fucking weeks. Does that mean you should sell? No, no fucking no. Way. Like you shouldn't where, be doing two for where months. one win or one loss in that league could be plus five spots or minus five spots. Right. I mean, it's, it's so close that that's actually. And then there's Burke. A, there's a really the, 
It's actually a really good point. Yeah, I have the you, third you need to be looking at, you need like, be looking at your points for before yeah. you make a decision. Am I an empty five and zero, oh, empty four and one, yeah. empty three and two? Yeah, I, I have the third fewest points for in the league. Like I'm not, I'm not a, a power. As much as I joke around, I'm like defense wins championships. I don't actually control that. <laughs> like, we don't have defense in our dynasty league. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you who have made it this far, this is a 14-person salary cap dynasty league. It's absolutely psycho. Yeah. Uh, so it's very have, hard to be good. And my yeah, goal yeah. for the season was to do exactly this. Finish middle of the pack, ruin all the picks I traded away for everybody else. It's going swimmingly. Fuck all of you. See, I, I'm I'm kind of where I want to be. I identified very quickly I'm a, what my, t- I'm my team of, looks like, I'm and I'm making schedule. a plan. Oh, you're I'm way so ahead of schedule. Ahead. If Judy I'm, comes back and Etienne didn't kill himself, I'd be in friggin' so, shape. So I'm in first place, but I feel like I'm still just hanging in there. <laughs> oh, you you are not over 600 points. You should. You've so, only scored 40 more points than I have. Um, I believe I have still scored the third most in fantasy. 580. Dynasty. Yeah, but still the third most. Um, I don't. I, don't, I think there's like four. Hundred percent. It's still. I just looked today because I'm like, why? Why am I? Why am I here? He is correct. I am third most in in uh, points, but I think there was he has a three point. But lead the on point is, is I still have had an injury like every single week and have played a guy that got like a goose egg every time. So I'm still just happy to get the wins right now. You, you should be. If you're, record, listen, you. if I'm only forty <laughs> points below you, I'm very interested to see where <laughs> I rank up. Me, Scott, and Dickie have the same record. Dickie has 175 more points than me. <laughs> <laughs> He has two Dickie weeks has worth of, of my points. team scoring more than yeah. me. We have the same record at three and two. Uh, Dickie sucks. Oh, Dickie, how's Barkley doing, bud? Uh, <laughs> well, he's got book. Congratulations oh. on the newborn. We love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um, so you know the 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 dyke we talk about each week, Dickie. <laughs> he's able to have sex. Mistaken dyke. Get his wife pregnant, and he had a beautiful baby girl. Yeah, I was just gonna say summer. Summer is born, so we can welcome in summer. Honestly, you're just on the back of the Dickie, group, dude. Dickie the camera's dropping this. Dude, he's got yeah, he's yeah. got he's got We're five screwed. weeks of paternity We're leave. Five weeks. You want to talk weeks. about screwed? Five weeks of nonstop bullshit, terrible dynasty trades from Dickie. Oh, oh I'm in um, three leagues I, with him. I just got three in the last five minutes. I've declined it, and he keeps on sending to me. I'm like, he's getting something better. Wait, one what more were week. When he's in sleep deprived. deprived. He wants Big Ben. We are not getting any. Yeah, I'm not getting I don't any know why, offers, but he's right? giving me like. Drew Lock in the fourth said no. Drew Lock and Tom's fourth said no. He's like, all right, I will take Marlon Mack now. I'm like, oh, after the Kansas City news, no, no. Like, I gave you chances to give to get Marlon Mack for for a year for a fourth, and now you want him for a fourth, no. To get Marlon Mack on my team, I don't want him. I have to play him this week. What if he's in the Chiefs? We we do need to do a podcast where we update everybody on the leagues we're in. Yes, so just um, we should. We're yeah. not going to do it now. We should we do, do it. Do it now. Do it now. No, we'll do it there. We're <laughs> still win, uh, winless it, vampire. Craig, I mean, Craig, Craig looks like he's about to cry over here with, I think, how hot it is. You I'm look at the window. Well, open the window. Your, your, eyes, your not, eyes are starting to look a little I'm not boggy. crying. It's so hot. Uh, all right. I didn't lose five fantasy players this week. Uh, <laughs> you did. <laughs> I did as well. Yes. Uh, podcast 165, October 12th. TopShelfFantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. TopShelfFantasy. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.
Thank <laughs> you.